All right, people, we got our weekly episode here at the Big Gold Belt Podcast. We're going to do a little bit early this week because we do know that Thursday is a special day for all the loved ones out there in Valentine's Day. So we wouldn't want to disrupt that or cause any troubles at home by uh, doing a, our weekly show on that day. But um, I'm here with the whole band here, Hill, Will, Mahoney, and Jamal. How you guys doing? I'm pretty good, man. What is up? What is up? Love is in the air this week, except for uh, some fans out there that are having a tough time, which I'm sure we'll be talking about later tonight. <laughs> oh, we got so much stuff to cover tonight, so bear with us. I know some of you guys were actually recording this while SmackDown is going on, so some of you guys may be trying to listen to this live at the same time. Some people are going to end up hearing the podcast version. Whatever it is, it will be out for you for this week covering all the latest news we got a ton of stuff to talk about ton of events going on this week in the area so um bear with us as we try to get all this covered for you number one most important thing that we want to start to show off with is that we are i i, I want to say that from the years of us doing um the show here we worked on trying to build consistency putting out good content and uh, making sure you guys are definitely involved and, you know, the quality is um, is, is, is in y'all, please. It's, it's in y'all liking so that you continuously support us and, you know, engage. So we really appreciate that. And uh, with that being said, we were definitely late to the Patreon game. The Patreon game was something that we didn't want to do until we... knew we was able to to uh, help us out along keeping the lights on so i definitely want to definitely give a special shout out tonight to our very first patreon and that person name goes by b english you can give them a follow on instagram on becca that is spelled b-e-k-a-h-c english on instagram uh we've reposted it on there give her a follow man and, and again thank you so much uh for becoming the first bgb um patreon um, and with that being said, too, um, also um, give a listen to uh, myself and Jamal's review for Fighting With My Family, which is the WWE Studios movie um, about the story about WWE wrestler Paige. Um, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's about 12 minutes long as we kind of break down our positives on it, our expectations and so forth. So definitely want to give a shout out. Um, uh, excuse me, give a watch to that, um, giving us uh, all shout outs and stuff. Uh, give a listen to that so you can be prepared for that movie as it comes out February. Uh, what is it, Jamal? Is it 18th? Or... Uh, it is the 22nd, 21st, 22nd. Uh, okay. It's not this Friday, it's next Friday. But it is opening up this weekend in select cities. Uh, check your local listings, but I believe it's Friday, it's 22nd uh, nationwide. Right on. Also, too. Anybody that's local to the DMV area, if you guys want to see this screening, give us a shout. Shoot us a DM. There is one more screening that is coming about next week that can get you the opportunity to see it early. Um, it we are we gave this movie sort of say a thumbs up. It is a go watch. Um, but if you you know you have your reserves and you may not be 
you on the edge of wanting to pay to see it maybe thinking it's a red box or netflix wait for it no no problem we got a free screening for you so definitely give us a shout and we may be able to hook you up with something like that first come first serve obviously so give us a shout and we may be able to get some of you guys in that theater to see it early next week um what else we got guys what else there's a lot of local wrestling uh, going on this weekend. <laughs> yeah. That is for sure. <laughs> the 2019 season is kicking off strong. That's right. Um, let's go down the list. And, yeah, we do have a lot going on this weekend um, here in the DMV area. Um, yeah, what's going on Monday? It's Monday. Golly. What's going on Friday, guys? Uh, well, that'd be Nova, Nova Pro's 2019 debut. Uh, that is Ain't That a Kick in the Head uh, that is at the Annandale Volunteer Fire Department, uh, 7128 Columbia Pike. Uh, front row is sold out. So even if you had your $25, you can't get it. Uh, general admission is 20 bucks. And Joey Ryan uh, versus Hollow O'Hara. Uh, Logan Easton LaRoe versus Alexander James. Uh, Sage Phillips versus Isaiah Frazier. That match may steal the show. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's some Com- Commonwealth Cup shenanigans. Beta Scott's making her return. It's going to be a hell of a show. And this is Noah Pro's debut. And they've had, well, an interesting offseason, to say the least. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see you know, how uh, they progress and, and move forward um, as Noah Pro continues on in 2019. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, they're ready to make a statement. They will be having their debut WrestleMania show and uh, uh, WrestleMania weekend show in april and there's no better way to get uh, fans invested by starting the, the year off strong you just gonna say something will yeah and on top of that from what i'm hearing tickets are moving really well for this there's rumors that we might be in the range of a sellout coming by this friday so the way i was hearing things on the street uh last night was if you're interested in going to nova pro this friday i would get your tickets sooner rather than later i think joey ryan coming to town for the first time is drawing a lot of interest that might not normally have been there previously so should be a real hot night friday night in annandale at nova a pro ain't that a kick in the head right on um so that you have that on friday um and then uh sunday what do we got fellas uh what is what is sunday oh fury is it sunday yes it uh, is. yes it is sunday oh uh, yeah sunday the 17th of february uh fury pro wrestling uh they are going to kick off a show at 2 p.m uh doors at 1 30 and it's over there in rockville maryland uh 75 48 standish place uh, seated is limited. Uh, FuryProWrestling.com if you need your tickets. But it's going to be an oh, interesting... It, it is sold out. It is sold out. Oh, it is sold out. Yeah. It is sold out. Yes, it is. It will be oh, coming thought, to Pivot Chair, though. I, I thought they had a few left, but nope. Uh, well, I guess that's <laughs> not the case. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested in Kylie Ray versus Lady Luck. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kylie Lane and Lady Luck versus Solo Dollar and uh, Willow Nightingale. Um... That's going to be an interesting show. Uh, Shachi Blackheart versus Holly Dead is going to be another interesting matchup. There's a lot going on in Fury Pro, and I'm kind of interested to see what they do in Rockville. Yeah, that tag match uh, that you just talked about, um, I'm, I don't know what building can contain that much energy in one ring. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those ones where you go like, why isn't this on the poster? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I don't know, but, but, it, but I, what, well, true, but still I'm, I'm here for Willow. 
uh, all willow all day. But <laughs> uh, but I will say though that that Fury Pro is definitely going to be uh, one to watch to see how they're going. You know, we had the Flying V in late January, and then now what two three weeks later we got you know two more shows in the DC area. So uh, keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Yeah. Oh, it's picking up. Business is picking up in this area for sure. Yeah, and let's not forget that uh, someone got a promoter's license for the District of Columbia. So stuff is going to be coming soon. We don't know dates yet or stuff, but keep your ear to the ground because there's definitely stuff happening, and it will be happening in the inside the district for the first time in I don't even know how long for a non-WWE or WCW show or even ECW back in the day. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be big, and that's coming so very soon, very yeah. soon. So keep your ears out for that one. Also, too, I saw uh, I was paying attention to a Q&A going on. And also uh, looks like not only will they be going into the district, they will be expanding further where Richmond, Virginia will be getting some love. And I think that is also very interesting. And if if I just could throw my hat out there, considering that one venue that um, a show was ran at last year with uh, with Tim Danger and, and them, um, that would be interesting if they will pick that one as well to throw one because it looked it looks really crazy and I'm all for it. So um, that should be cool. Also, too, I will be floating around at CasaCon 2019, which is um, a three day uh, co- a fan convention down at the National Harbor here in the Maryland D.C. area. Uh, bring you stuff like uh, different multicultural um, enthusiasts and entertain all other types of good things so expect some um interview and content to be coming up for that um coming um by early next week so um let's start the show off with the topics and we will do as we do promise as far as as part of being our official patreon we will start off with the topic that was given to us about it which is a very interesting one as well so this does come from being english be english excuse me and um, the topic is basically so it, it's it's the state of Dean Ambrose, um, and this this obviously the reports of him saying he was not going to resign after WrestleMania. Um, the booking has been very questionable, but then there's been other questionable things that that kind of contradicted. Um, a house show announced that it was going to be him versus Nia Jackson about in the match. Are they are they teasing intergender? Um, apparently, it was canceled, um, but nonetheless, it was announced. It had a video package and everything. Um, then you know now he's starting his feud with EC3. Um, there's apparently a match. Uh, excuse me, a video of him at a house show, really not really caring. But then there's been other stuff that's come out come about where um, he has um, recently on the Major League Wrestling figure podcast um there was basically a quote about saying uh, from him about basically saying like a lot of wrestlers are only in it for the money um does that kind of sort of leads to indications of what he may do so with that being said what do you guys ultimately think with this dean ambrose shenanigans is he obviously going to everyone's favorite quote of the last month is he going to aew will he test out the independent circuit is he done or is this all a hoax i think it's too early to say what's going on with dean ambrose and honestly at this point i would say i can't i don't trust anything that's coming out of his mouth 
He's still on TV, so he hasn't like he's disappeared or nothing. We just saw him last night. Heck, he even went over last night against EC3. So that was kind of a surprise. I was waiting to see if maybe the WWE was going to go into the mode of uh, starting a burial with him, but that apparently isn't happening yet. So right now, I'm not reading too much into anything happening with Dean Ambrose because, I mean, we're still almost two months away from WrestleMania. So a lot can happen between now and then. And I think we are very much in a situation right now where WWE is putting out a lot of, I think, misinformation on what's truly going on with people. And I don't know. I, I'm i not buying that he's necessarily going anywhere, but I'm also not necessarily buying that he's staying. I'm in a holding pattern of wait and see. I don't know if I care. Like, honestly, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I'm not, not, not to be that guy, but... I really don't know if I care. Like, I think that Dean Ambrose um, really hasn't done much for me um, when his last year or so. And that's a number of different things. He's been injured. It's been bad booking. Uh, he's kind of got the Finn Balor treatment. I don't know right now. I, I know that historically he's a big enough name to go out on his own and, and take the dub, ride the WWE wave into whatever future endeavor that he, that he wants. But right now with Dean Ambrose, I'm kind of like, show and prove. Give me a reason to care about you now other than the fact that you used to be a thing. You're not a thing anymore. So there, I think there are a lot of guys in WWE right now that we are hyped about their potential, but we're not really seeing any receipts. I need receipts from Dean Ambrose and from a lot of guys in WWE to justify me giving a good goddamn about them. So whether he goes to AEW or he goes to Impact or he goes to New Japan or he just goes to hell home, I don't have a reason to care about what he does. And I am not really sure if he does either. <laughs> I can agree with a lot of that. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I will say that if, out of all it is, the one thing that is interesting to me is that... <laughs> It's crazy that it took this type of booking, if it is considered booking, for him to be interesting. You you literally do, his name comes out your mouth every other show now. It's like, what are they doing with this guy? What's going to happen with this guy? What, 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 what but, is he going to do But to be crazy? fair, though, that, that, but that interest isn't based on what he's doing in WWE. It's based on the, on the potential of him leaving WWE for something else. Hey, but Nobody's you know, looking to see what championship Dean Ambrose is going to get in WWE. They're hoping for the dream match. Uh, theoretically, of Ambrose versus Balor, or Ambrose versus Cody Rhodes as he is now, or Ambrose versus Christopher Daniels, um, if we're just going to say AEW. I want to see Ambrose versus Jay Lethal. But I don't know, based on the if we're going to base that on the last year, do we want to see Ambrose versus Jay Lethal? Maybe not. <laughs> but if we're going to base it on the last five years, going back until when he was into that John Moxley run, um, you know, if, if we're going to, if we got to stretch back that far for me to, uh, tap to the source of whatever potential he may have left, but again, he's also older, you know, than he was when he was a fresh face, uh, you know, kid coming into the WWE. So I don't know. Uh, it's, it's kind of a mixed bag and it is kind of like, well, it's not a matter of, can he still go? But his moveset's been reduced to the damn inside-out lariat on the ropes and uh, <laughs> that they set up 50 minutes before the match starts. Uh, you know, It's just like he's been very, very, very bland. 
uh, even more so than Roman Reigns. Because Roman really didn't have much to work with and maybe move the needle every now and again. Dean Ambrose came up with some expectations and those have been metered every like over the last uh, few months and into the last few years. So as far as whether he should go, could go anywhere, yeah, of course he could. I mean, hell, Ty Dillinger could probably draw a dime somewhere. But as far as what his one is right now in WWE, do we really care? Do Are we given a reason to care in WWE as we go into WrestleMania season? I'm not sure. So until he leaves and somebody goes, what's the, John Moxley doing in the Impact Zone? Or, <laughs> you know, Ambrose Dienenstein is AEW. Until I see that shirt, <laughs> he's still under WWE contract. Look, here's here's a here's the interesting thing about what you said. Everything you said, if you take Dean Ambrose's name out of it, you insert the revival. Well, it worked. They won the championships <laughs> last but week. But I feel I feel about that about a lot of guys though. Whether it's Ambrose or the revival, uh, I feel that way about Balor. I know that Kevin Owens and Zayn have been hurt and they're coming back. But honestly. They have been rather, uh, you know, lackluster. Uh, Sasha Banks really isn't moving the needle this year in this past 12 months that she has before, especially coming from NXT. It's really been Charlotte and Becky and Asuka that's been carrying a lot of the weight of the women's division uh, for yeah. whatever reason. Um, Nia Jax, even in her infamy, still moves the needle a lot more than Bailey has been. Mm. Uh, again, barring injury, uh, but it's just, it's just, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to say you know, restart and press the panic button and blow it up, but it is kind of like, well, we need to shift the gear. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying in the, in the eye of like whoever's being rumored to leave is getting getting actual pushes in, 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 in the weekly product. So, you know, I'm just wondering if this is, again, another type of – if it's the same pattern because we've just seen it happen a, a couple of times already on the revival or the, or the latest product of it. So – just wondering, this is again another stunt uh, to the utmost for them to be doing that. So, I mean, possibly, but but here's the thing: everybody's talking about who's not doing what in WWE and what and they're stale and they need to go out there and reinvent themselves and stuff like that. But what about some of the groups in WWE that have done it all and there isn't they they reached the they grabbed the brass ring, melted sure. it down into a gold chain, and now it's what else is there for them to do? And honestly, if I'm WWE, I don't know if you have enough money to keep the Usos. Because if, if what else can they do until WWE takes tag team wrestling seriously? Yeah. Uh, the revival is what it is, but honestly, without a flourishing tag team division, their gimmick doesn't go farther than that. Luckily, the Usos do. Hopefully, you know, and that's 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 interesting, and in, 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 in its own top of, of its own. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, if maybe that's why the revival have been, or maybe the forefront of of what you're saying, especially with the, a lot of their um, a lot of their rant sort of say on uh, social media about how real tag team wrestling is and rules and so forth. They acknowledged it on commentary, so maybe that could be the direction. But uh, you know, you know, it, it, we'll see. And I think it's also important that they put a, a focal to that considering that they just you know they're, they're going to crown new tag team champions soon for the women's division and it would make sense that you know that fans are very much aware of what the rules are but you know we'll see um uh but let's 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 get into the AEW news so um last thursday 
uh, we didn't record um, because AEW ran their um, their ticket rally in Las Vegas started at nine, which I thought it was eight. Um, so instead of just holding everybody up all night, so let's just you know move the show to next week um, because um, we figured a lot of news would come out of it, and indeed it did. Um, it did definitely start off by well, the, the whole premise of the rally was to talk about um, how tickets were going to be handled. Um, but it also was used to create uh, storylines and bookings for their Double or Nothing event that's coming up. And they also used this opportunity to announce new signees. So we did get a plethora of new people um, here. Um, and I don't, is it necessary to go down everybody or should we no. just talk about? Yeah. Well, okay, hit, hit, well the, hit the big names. The big well, names I, are what I would absolutely say that um, Sonny Kiss was a huge surprise and a huge win. Um, for signing, and it and it spoke a lot about the direction of what what they wanted, what what they should be doing. Um, the the very talented names that ain't the rumor to leave WWE names. So I thought that was um, a good get there. Um, obviously, the Lucha Brothers and Pentagon and Phoenix, as I think was you know a big name, but very it kind of was suspected that they were going to probably do that. Um, as far as on the women's side, uh, Nala Rose, uh, representing the DMV area, um, and Kylie Ray, um, another, um, big name that they was able to sign uh, for me. Uh, what about you guys? Kylie Ray. You go ahead. Go ahead, Jamal. You go. Okay. So, so this this is my thing. Um, Sunny kiss was definitely the biggest surprise, but everyone else, um, has, some uh, for some uh, tie to um, you know to be in the elite and stuff like that. So as far as the matches go, they are what they are. Uh, we know that the Chinese guys are coming, and we know that they've been talking about them as a unit, which suggests that there's more than one person. So them versus SCU makes sense. Um, we we know of Jericho, and we were waiting for Kenny Omega to come through, so we know that that's a thing. Uh, Pentagon and uh, the Lucha Brothers versus the Bucks. Um, really, uh, kind of, we're short on time. Got shortchanged on time at all in, so that obviously makes a lot of sense. And Hangman versus Pac, obviously the spring, the seeds were uh, sprinkled in Jacksonville. Here's the thing: I'm very interested to see how the audience, not necessarily in the arena, but how the audience as a whole, a mainstream audience, reacts to people like Nala Rose and specifically Sonny Kiss. And a lot of the reaction on Twitter, which nearly make me throw my phone in the trash, is um, equally positive, equally negative, and with just a sprinkle of, what the hell is this? If you haven't seen Sonny Kiss uh, work, you know who he is, go look him up. If you've never seen Nala Rose work, you know who she is, go look him up. But don't, don't interject things that aren't there. Uh, no one said that Sonny Kiss uh, is too gay to wrestle. Nobody said that. Nobody said to Nyla Rose, because she's transgender, she needs to be in a, in a thing. Nobody said that either. Just watch the match or don't. So, internet, calm down. With that <laughs> said, I think the biggest thing that, um, that we have left to prove with AEW isn't the tickets, uh, because, you know, it's 12,000 seats. I mean, they're broadcasting it to 2 million people. Of course, you're going to get, you know, 
a number. Hell, even if it's 12,000 seats and there's 12,500 people watching, that's still a sellout. I think the biggest thing is going to be how they continue forward because we know what the double or nothing is coming, but that's only in May. There's still seven more months le left of the year. Well, how do they plan on filling out the year? There are some rumors about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, but but beyond that, of, of the signings of people, though, um, uh, was there just any surprises? Maybe well, Sonny Kiss was the biggest surprise for sure. Yeah, and, but not not because he he's not good. Just because I don't think uh, I don't I don't think the uh, the mainstream audience is capable of putting their personal prejudices aside and, and and also not bullshitting themselves and realizing that like okay listen it is what it is you don't like this you don't like that you feel a certain way based on your beliefs about this and that just watch the wrestling or don't and i think that that could be very polarizing for sunny kiss it would be very interesting to see him as a heel based mm. on the fact that um there are going to be some people in a more conservative nature that may not want to see a sunny kiss on their television, on their computer screen, in person. There's damn sure a lot of people. <laughs> Nala Rose did just the only thing she had to do to draw X Pac heat was wake up and walk into the building. Because if you base her heat on the internet, uh, she didn't do anything outside of what any other heel champion would do um, or just general heel would do. But here comes another side of the internet with some major heat towards Nala Rose for generally existing the way that she wants to exist. Yeah, um, that's bullshit. And but it does add an interesting dynamic, and I hope that they play off of that. No, for sure. And I will say uh, from watching and, and strictly trying to avoid the negativity that was um, involved with anything with this event, because anybody and anybody and anyone that had an opportunity to be signed here was obviously a plus. So it was very good to see a lot of people be embraced by other other um, talent, news outlets, and, and, and pouring a lot of positivity um, to all the people named. I mean, Jimmy Havoc wanted, I mean, anybody that's seen that guy's wrestling know he literally gives his entire body to, to any match that he wrestles. And seeing him being one of the first people signed was 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 big and you seen the likes of his best friend like tony storm and other uk people uh give him support and so forth so you know it's it's this is the this is a positive thing and 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 for the people that you know trying to find something negative about it then yeah like you said don't watch it uh well who, who would you say some of the bigger bigger uh surprises and names for you here I would say the biggest surprises for me were definitely Sunny Kiss and Kylie Ray. I think mainly just because I don't think I don't think they were on people's radars as far as possibly going there. I think those were kind of left field choices that people weren't exactly expecting to happen. Now, interesting to note, we should clarify some things here. There's a there's a little bit of confusion about a couple of things. Now, uh, who are we talking about? Like a Jimmy Havoc, a Pentagon. A Phoenix, they are not exclusively signed to AEW. Mm -hmm. All of them are have deals, but they are still very much like Jimmy Havoc will still be working MLW, much just like MJF will. And okay. and Pentagon and Phoenix are still under contract to Lucha Underground. But since they have the deal worked out with AAA that AEW also announced at the pool party, they're getting them through that, but they are not signed exclusively to AEW. What so what about Sunny Kiss then? Sunny Kiss, I'm not sure. 
Because, I, I, have a, I, yeah, I know he has appeared on Lucha Underground also. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a massive Those Lucha Underground deals are weird because mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of rumblings going on right now with people that desperately want out of them. And it's a matter of how hard they're enforcing them. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely people that they are clamping down on and saying, no, you're, you are still a Lucha Underground talent. We won't let you out of this. But mm-hmm. depending on deals that you know we have partners with, we're letting you do some outside stuff. So that's why I heard a lot of the, the AAA deal was so they could get Pentagon and Phoenix on board for double or nothing. Now, also to know, I think well, one of the big surprises that came out of that darn announcements of talent was that there was no, oh, here's so-and-so from WWE. We did not get any of that, you know, people jumping ship or even recently, you know, guys from the last year or so coming over and showing up there that are primarily known as WWE names. And there is definitely a large part of that audience that was looking for that. As we were talking about, you know, the reactions people were getting that night and what the comments on things were. One of the reactions I did see a lot was a lot of who the hell are these people? I don't know who they are. They must have, they must be nobodies. I was looking for someone like Ty Dillinger or I was looking for someone like Dolph Ziggler, you know, People just specifically looking for WWE names to be going to AEW. And if anything, I was quite pleased that that's not the route they're going. And so far, it's just Jericho and Pac. And that's about it so far. So mm. I'm, I'm all for keeping it new and fresh as opposed to rehashing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Um, by listening to the crowd reaction, um, two names I was not familiar with that I um, that uh, that I, I heard of, of a pretty legit pop for was Aja Khan and yeah. Yaka. Forgot about Yumi. Aja Khan. Yaka Sakazuki. No, Yumi Nakazuki. Say it again. Yumi Nakazaki. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, be interesting to see because there seems to be. A legit hype around that so that's typically um that that typically means that i should be doing some homework on that uh on them as well but um very two interesting signs as well and i think it's on par with uh with what will say like they went after two um international talent instead of just trying to you know scrap all of this um all of the american um talent that was just around they, they're, they're actually doing re- real recruiting so um, I thought that was interesting as well. Um, so moving forward, uh, we talked about we talked about signees. Obviously, matches are being put into play. We're going to get Omega versus Jericho two, and then um, everything that Jamal pretty much said um, um, earlier. Uh, the ticket process. Let's talk about that. <laughs> First off, right after the event went off, is they say went on going going to their website. Website launch. Nice, cool. Put in your email address, put in your phone number, and you will receive a code um, in a day or two. And your code was your um, was your presale code in order for you to buy tickets. Um, my first thought, then I'm gonna give it to Will because I initially was disinterested at a point. I immediately thought because of the abundance of freaking spam mail. And spam text messages that I be getting that I hope to God that my phone number and email because I've never seen it really done like this that I need <laughs> to submit to get a pre-code by 
pretty much putting my information out there being a legit person and you consider about all the people that bought tickets how many seats but how many actually just you know just registered just because that's a pretty detailed list of contacts that they got um and i i'm i, I gotta say i was a little suspicious of it just regular real world stuff because i just thought that i just thought that initially was just something i never had to do with buying tickets before but nonetheless the code came and so what what happened for you after that will okay so my perspective on it was that night as i was watching the thing i went to the site i was like well heck i'll put in for a code why not it's free let's see what happens and i tried to put in for a code that night while the press conference was happening and the site that you had to input the info on was so jam-packed it wouldn't work couldn't get it to work at all. So I forgot about it that night. I think I tried it two or three times. And then I came back on like Saturday afternoon. I remembered something about it and went back and looked. And then it was working, put it in, got my code later that day, which led up to uh, Monday when the tickets went on sale at 3 p.m. Eastern. So they were saying that they were going to send out your actual ticket voucher code to use on the ticketing site at 3 p.m. between noon and 3 I got mine in the mail about 12.15, and I saw a lot of reports online from people who were not getting them at all. And just they were waiting and waiting and waiting. I guess there was issues with getting those codes out, and a lot of people didn't get them to the very last minute. So what happened as far as my experience went was this. I went into this with the idea that, hey, I'm going to get a code. I'll see what happens. If some really good seats come up, I'll jump on them. But I wasn't going to sweat it. Um so three o'clock comes, I go on the site, I put in the code, and it puts you in the virtual waiting room gimmick, and I'll just sit there waiting, waiting for it to come up, see if it, I'd get a chance to buy tickets. Um, there was no problem getting into all that part. It, everything moved nice and smooth, no problem at all. Um, 3.15, after 15 minutes, my opportunity did come up. I did manage to get in, and surprisingly, the only thing that was available was seats in the 200 level in a so up at the top of the building in section 204 seats there which were going for $36.70. I wasn't that pressed to sit up in the nosebleeds. If I'm going to go all the way to Vegas, I'll take something better. So I passed. I didn't get them. Maybe I should have got them anyway just to hawk them on, you know, online considering what stuff's listing for right now on StubHub. But I'm, in, I'm interested in knowing that. Minutes, they were gone. Oh, I got it pulled up right now. The most, <laughs> the most ridiculous ones is right next to the section that I had those tickets for in 204. In section 205, there's a ticket right now going for $10,000. <laughs> good, good luck if you can get that money. And if you're dumb enough to pay that much for it, you deserve what you get. But yeah, there's a lot of, lot of tickets for going... Seven thousand, five thousand. There's some floor seats going for six thousand right now. A lot, lot of five thousand dollar floor seats on there. And then if you page down, it gets it gets more reasonable down to like the six hundred dollar range and stuff. But I mean, if you want to go, you can go. But even with this, you know, convoluted ticketing system they did, scalpers got in. They got the tickets. There's tons of them out there at a premium. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with it. And, just, of course, there's a, there's a lot of frustrated people out there who didn't get tickets. And I guess the very last of them will go out tomorrow for the general public sale. A few hundred are left. So people will have one more crack at it. But I, I get that they were trying to hook people up. But there's no way around it. It's just people are going to grab what they can. It was a six-ticket limit. That's the experience I had. 
don't know. <laughs> kind of confused. Six ticket limit. Everybody got pre-sale code, which means you should have had a designated block or opportunity to get tickets. I mean... Well, there is so much. I don't know. There is so. Who knows how many people they were pulling at a time? I mean, I had a 15 I, well, minute what? wait before I got in. It was 15 minutes before I got in. And then once I got in there, there was a five minute window I could buy tickets in. And yeah, then that I, was it. I was kicked I, out. I forgot the ticket people, they know how to work this. 10 emails, get the codes, do what they got to do. This, this. So, okay. <laughs> just, just quick question. Do you think they all legit sold out or you think the resellers just went hard in the paint here? Oh, I'm sure they did. It's Vegas. <laughs> a ton of a ton of resellers got those. But hey, they, AEW's getting their money. That's all they care about. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm only thing I'm kind of curious about is how many did they hold back for tomorrow for the general public. I think it's only sure. gonna be a few hundred. But most sure. of them are gone. Now we'll just now the question is just gonna be how are the prices on these gonna hold between now and May? Are they gonna go up? Are they gonna go down? What's gonna What's going to have? How much interest is this going to maintain as we get closer to the big show? Well, I think that's going to depend on what they unveil for the rest of the year. Right now, mm -hmm. this is their second show only, with only one show rumored, one show more than likely going to happen, and one show rumored. So it's it, it's it's still new and it's still uh, unique. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's that has a lot to do with it, and, and the fact that it's it's a high value high-demand uh, ticket because this is their first AEW show ever, but this is their second show ever uh, of this size for an independent promotion. Uh, I think if you're... Uh, not a secretary, of course, but if you're Ring of Honor, how salty are you that the Young Bucks and Cody have drummed up this enthusiasm and Ring of Honor, uh, you know, can not can barely, but it only puts enough effort into selling out you know, six or seven thousand seats um, at max because Ring of Honor goes to Vegas every year for their anniversary show, and they'll get you know twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Not even that; they'd be off the strip at Sam's Town, and that's about eight hundred. That's the build I saw them in. They <laughs> sold it out, but yeah, it's an like eight hundred seat venue. So. Right, and then you know the Young Bucks come in and and they uh, sell out the um, MGM Garden, which is a pretty decent sized basketball arena. Uh, and which is a little bit smaller than T-Mobile, but it's still, you know, that's a hell of a thing to do. You, you know, I don't know too much about stocks, but I will say this seems like one of those uh, buy buy shares here because it seems like because it's a hot commodity, um, the resellers are all over it, so it's looking way more inflated than it should. Mm -hmm. um, the first show, I absolutely get it, but this one, um, suspicions all over, just like the Madison Square Garden show for me. I think it falls under the same loomy, like the loomy speculation of like, is this legit? Like, do people really care that much? The building is not going to put on the show. The building is just the building, so it doesn't even matter where it's at. It's no, just no, no. Now, to be fair, to be fair, uh, you went to NXT Takeover Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so don't get me wrong, that's my favorite show, and they have some of the best matches that WWE has ever had, period. However, I wasn't in Dallas. I was at home. Oh, man. You went. Funny story about that, y'all. The person I went to uh, NST Dallas with, he was just like, yo, I ain't going no more NST shows. I was like, why? That was literally like the best show I've ever seen. He was like, 
Because if they're gonna get they're, if they're gonna keep booking venues that only got one selection of beer and the only thing you can eat is pretzels, I'm not going no more. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the good snacks. <laughs> I was just like, you really think that every venue is only gonna give you pretzel cookie and two selection of beer for for choices? That just happens to be the worst that could ever happen to us. There's no way it's ever gonna happen. So literally trying to convince this person to go to Nesh, I'm like. I checked it. They legit have an open snack bar. You're you're good, okay? You can eat everything. It's okay. I'm I'm just saying, you know, the building does matter. And for us who are on the East Coast, it's not just a matter of getting in a car and driving a couple hours or you know taking an hour long flight. No, that's a that's a, an adventure that you got to plan to go out to Vegas. It's yeah. you know the flights four hours. The hotels are what they are. Uh, you got to get into MGM Grand Garden, which is an old arena. Um, I, I think it'll do the building justice. You're, you're going to get what you pay for, but let's not pretend they're they're running the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, that that's why I was like, I was only going to go. I was only going to do the jump if good seats came up. If good yeah. seats came up, I was going to take it as a sign. And even heck, if it, if it couldn't work out, I couldn't go. I knew I'd be able to unload them for a pretty penny. But yeah. for some nosebleeds, I was like, I'm not going and sitting up in the 200s and going through the trouble of a hotel and a flight for this. I ain't that pressed. Yeah, but look, I'm already going to be in Vegas. If good seats came up, I would have did it. I'm already going to be in Vegas the earlier that month. So it was definitely not, it, was not, it's, it's, it wasn't enough interest for me to want to go. Uh, but in the in the eve of, of ticket buying, I'm definitely right there with you, Will. It, it just had to be something of that sort. Um, real quickly, so a rumor that's come out um, from Russell Talk claimed that they have a very close source to AEW that confirms that the schedule for the year will be the following. May 25th, Double O Nothing, MGM Grand, June, uns- Unspecified Show, July, Unnamed Show in Jacksonville, Florida, which will be the b- benefiting the anti-gun crimes and charity. August will be in the in the Royal Roberta Hall in London. Royal September, Albert Hall. I'm sorry, yeah, Albert Hall. Um, mm. September will be All Out, um, which will be the sequel to All In, and full launch ahead of TV tapings. Um, reportedly from the Sears Center in Chicago. Oh. In October Ooh. is when the weekly television starts. Um, so monthly until every, until possibly TV launches. Yeah, reportedly every Tuesday, Russell Talks are reporting that AEW could air in October on Tuesday nights and TNT filling the gaps in wrestling fans left by SmackDown's move to USA. Yeah, okay, so very good speculation here. Um, number one, based on Fox News, we know that Friday is not going to be the permanent move anyway, so I don't know how the, the common sense rationality here. And on top of that, let's be honest now. Anybody got a TV deal and it's already in place? Are you going to sit on that news? Don't think so because you know you need to get more fans invested. Yes, sure, tickets sold, but you still want to have reasons. And and that's how everybody's talking about, TV deal. If you know if TV deal wasn't important, I don't think they would be sitting on that type of news when they know they got the opportunity to just announce it. I mean, Hot Topic was a huge thing for them. They didn't, they didn't wait on that at all. They came immediately out with it when... um. When uh, the rumors was uh, swirling about it, so I don't know. Uh, let's just let's just move forward now. Um, anything else, AEW guys? Before we roll out with that, um, oh, real, I forgot about something. Oh yeah, real, real quickly, I say like you know, as far as a TV deal, I know that's the big thing that everybody wants to do, but I think the big, the greatest thing about NXT when they first came out is that they started off with a rival, 
and we didn't know what it was going to be. It was a lot of times seeing NXT for the first time. Uh, the FCW really wasn't a thing outside of outside of Tampa. And then Arrival hits, and then NXT, uh, that formula has been the thing for years. I know that people want to see and gorge themselves on AEW, but I think if they if they do, I, I would say that they skip skip TV for the first year. Just don't even do it. Just had just keep building the brand, keep building, keep the interest high, because if I miss the show, okay, cool, they'll just recap it on TV. I don't need to. Well, before the network came out, you didn't need to really watch the pay per view. You just watch the highlights on Raw, or see the aftermath on Raw. Um, and and but now the network is 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 out, so it's like, well, I don't need to watch Raw anymore. I can just see the combination of the pay per view. That's uh, so that's so interesting, Brittany. I've totally forgot about that mentality. That's so damn true. So I just think that right now, while they have people by the uh, by the short strings, just keep it keep it interesting, keep it light, and just build, build, build. Uh, don't give them enough. Don't give them too little. And I think that a show once every two months or something like that give people time to prepare. You know, keep the be in the elite storylines going. And just ride that wave until honestly next year. Um, and then, if they want to do the episodic uh, weekly thing, then they're going to have to talk about contracts and see how, like, well, how will people work? Who's actually signed to the company and who's uh, signed part time and freelancing? How many, like, with, with Nova Pro? Um, I, as much as I love Veda Scott, we haven't seen her in four months, and now she's making a return this weekend because she has other stuff to do. But what would that dynamic be if they had a TV deal that needed her, her character? On a consistent basis, um, and Ring of Honor's television doesn't make sense. That's what's really hard to watch. You, it's really only worth it to watch pay per views. So, slow, calm down with AEW. Uh, let let them get through May. That'll put them at six, uh, five, five or six months through the year, and just do two or three more shows, and then go hard in twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. Um. I will say that the one thing I was talking about upon um, the pre-sale stuff going on, I immediately remembered that I want to do Jericho's Cruise. That looked hella cool last year. Um, I'm all about traveling and considering wrestling on a cruise. Never been on a cruise, which is funny, too. Um, but he announced this cruise is going to be back next year for part two. It happens to fall right on my birthday, January 20th through the 24th, 2020, from Miami to the Bahamas. The Rock of Wrestling Rager is coming back. Jericho Cruise part two. I'm all for that. So um, I'm hoping I can convince um, you good fellas to want to take part in that next year because uh, that should be fun. Um, again, it, beyond the dynamics of the traveling part, not having ROH cooperation or maybe New Japan cooperation. I'd be curious to see how this book is done. Also, on that rumored list of places they're going to work, very interesting that they don't have um, any place more closer to um, that uh, other promotion in China, it is? O-W-E. Yeah. yeah, that they're not doing anything more closer to them to try to really draw on their fan base as well, too. As well as... as, as well, I don't, I don't think they should because we don't know what they are. So it's not like they have YouTube in China where they can you know, put their stuff out there unless you got a Baidu account and you're about to go out there <laughs> and, and start looking people up. Um, you know, it's really hard to come by. And I think so. I think that their introduction will be like, well, if they bring if they're bringing three, then what else do they have? 
And hopefully that will be the start of something else. And that flight from, from Beijing or Shanghai is 12 hours to uh, New York. So, mm. or, or where, wherever it's in, in the U.S. That's not, that's not close. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about WWE a little bit. Um, why? So, huh? You say why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, WWE. A lot yesterday. of dirty diapers today. We gotta talk about that. Yeah, I, I'm, let's just hit. Let's just hit the positive thing really quick. Um, so, um, WWE yesterday, their performance center actually, which is really cool, is that the performance center now has a legit YouTube channel and um, Twitter account, so that you are seeing what's happening there. Um, and they came out yesterday announcing their next class of signees. Um, not sure if you guys got to look at it yet, but um, big names, um, big and rumored names such as Trevor Lee, Karen Q was in the bundle. Rich Ellery is officially signed. Uh, 3.0 officially signed. Um, and uh, who else was on it? That was uh, another name I was familiar with. Uh, yeah, 3.0 is a really smooth tag team out of Quebec, so... Jonah Rock I, was on there. Did I say ACH? Yeah, Jonah Rock. ACH. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So, um, a lot of um, a lot of good talent is on their way into WWE. Um, so, with that being said, let's just quickly hit this. So, we've seen a bunch of signees go to AEW. We've seen a bunch of signees just get in this new class uh, for WWE. There's been a lot of other rumored names. That were not in either class. I'm just gonna throw this out there that if they were not in that AEW um, press conference, then they must be on their way to WWE. So, with that being said, with this confirmed list and the rumored list of people, is WWE legitimately possibly about to have one of the the most stack, <laughs> one of the most stack rosters? Of, of of all of their entire existence coming this year, they already do. They already yeah, do. Yeah, they've had I mean, it for the I, last few years. <laughs> That's been the issue that they can't make use of everybody they have. That's the big problem. They just got people locked up on a shelf. You know, it's just yeah. I mean, but to, but to your point about the roster being stacked, so what? Yeah. Uh, we we see how stacked the roster is at NXT, and even on paper, at their best. WWE is on another level when it comes to the amount of talent that they have at their disposal, locked up, contractually obligated to work for them. But so what? And, and as we've seen in the ratings, as we've seen with this flurry of competition that's come up around the world, it doesn't seem to matter that they have uh, a dream team, a who's who of wrestling talent, if people in, in in other ways whether it's the obvious ways like ratings being down attendance being down uh overall you know you know input on the product rumors of wrestling leaving it doesn't amount to a hill of beans if if they can't bring it all together so, and, I, and we've talked about this extensively but you know what they what do they need to do they have the ingredients but they don't know how to bake a cake anymore mm-hmm. so what do they need to do to get it done and as we've seen, as the shift has turned to AEW, as Impact has still continues to crawl out of the goddamn ashes on Twitch. Um, and that show was pretty good last, um, uh, last night, Saturday night, Friday, but uh, Friday. Friday night, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Impact on Twitch is actually becoming much watch, uh, must watch television, yeah. So it, it will be interesting to see what they've done. And honestly, the biggest thing we were talking about from WWE hasn't been the roster. It hasn't. It's been 
just a necessary shift in the dynamic, and we hope that that's going to come with their move on with Fox's insertion this coming October. Yeah, nobody's ever followed the roster. It's been insane. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 to be fair, I mean, it goes back to another thing we've been talking about forever. It's like, yeah, the the ratings may be going lower, and you know, there may be frustration with storylines and frustration with different characters and stuff. But I mean, also last week, the, their latest earnings report came out. And they had record revenue, record profit, like across the board. As far as a business goes, they are they have never been more successful. But so that's like, deceptively true, though, and I think you know that. I mean, to be fair, their their attendance overall is up, but they also ran two extra shows where they did fifty thousand people plus. Right, and we and um, we know where all the extra money is coming from. We know the blood right. that's on that money, but. One way or another, it's adding up to more money than they've ever had. Yeah, but yeah, we don't. Yeah. If you if you take out those special events, as we'll put that in quotes, take out the special <laughs> events, and it's it's a different picture. Absolutely, <laughs> no lie there. <laughs> hey, the business is business. Um, just the rumor names that you know just been floating around that you know um, that we didn't see officially go either way, which only mean that the next takeover is going to have a plethora of people in the crowd. Um, Shane Strickland was another name. DJ Z is a name we've, uh, the person we had on the show. Um, Kushida is a really big name. Um, and, uh, for the women, Viper and, uh, Kylie Ray, who was, uh, seen in, at the NXT UK takeover, not officially signed as I don't think, at least there hasn't been an announcement, but yet that can only mean, um, it just, there could be a good grain of confidence that they should be going that way. So, um, yeah. It's gonna be cool, but then hey, look, all these people maybe being signed or just you know not necessarily being signed to a brand, but being signed to the performance center. I don't know if that's always been a thing or is that this new language that they're using now. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. Well, I think um, it's just a way for them to get them under the um, WWE umbrella, so they're just not independent anymore. Okay, and um, it's, it's, that's just the spite sign, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the other big thing that came about of last week, not really a big thing because I don't, I don't really see too many people make much of it, but I guess we can just talk about it really quick, is that um, an announcement came out earlier Thursday morning that the International Superstar Shakeup was going to happen. Keyword international, which they, didn't, they haven't used in the past, um, which is going to be live April 15th and 16th on both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, that comes uh, two weeks after WrestleMania. Um, what do you guys make of the news, obviously? At this point, I think the international part only has to do with it being in Canada and then trying to market it to Canada as a as a big event. Now, obviously, if they want to go really crazy and mix up all the brands, then it could be a big curveball. But we're so far out from that, I think, right now. Even if they had intention to do that right now, I don't think it would mean anything because it would be just as likely they change their minds about it. Hmm. But it um, is in Canada, so I think that's where it's coming from. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of it because, I, you know, just for disclosure, I don't really watch WWE anymore. Like, legit, don't watch it. Um, and, and secondly, it is the superstar shakeup. I don't know what significance the international part has with it because they don't really, uh, unless unless that means that they're, you know, the UK guys are in play. Um. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how exactly that that means, but I, I hope that it's something more than them just being in Canada to make it work. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Th- I hopefully. Uh. That it is more than just them being in Canada. Uh. Hopefully, the fact of um we we we're starting to see sort of say shake up uh shake up style tactics happening now. Me and Yum was working. US uh, NXT UK in a match against Jenny and uh we've seen Drew Gulak go to NXT from 205 Live um and you know obviously the news from the McMahon family a while ago saying we were going to get the matches we want people were just going to be any and everywhere um hopefully that's we're just seeing the result of it and we officially get um legit moves happening now I've been burnt in the past with my investment on how this is going to be handled God damn, this would be great if the Fox deal was already in place because they could really make this really special. Um, but we'll see if they legit make some real power moves that make sense and uh, hopefully prov- uh, provide for better uh, booking for the future. Um, so we do have our last topic, and I'm th- I'm just going to hand this to Will because it seems like you've been the captain <laughs> captain of this ship on Twitter <laughs> all darn day, <laughs> all darn day since last night. Oh my God! Have you? Can the diapers get any piled any higher over Charlotte Flair? That girl, that girl, and Vince McMahon—they done broke the internet last night. <laughs> what what happened? I, I don't know. Okay, so. So last night to end Raw, they 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 were teasing um, Becky. What Becky had to apologize to keep her position in the match at WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey. They want her to apologize to Triple H and Stephanie for beating up Stephanie and Triple H last week. So okay, she so she apologized to them. Blah blah. And they're like, and surprisingly, they're like, okay, thank you, very good. You have your match. We'll see you at WrestleMania. Then Ronda came out and confronted her. And got in her face and started going back and forth. I hope she smiled. Uh, That's what she's best at. (laughs) Well, yeah, she's especially on the ramp on the way down. Then you know, I hope she 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 pointed the WrestleMania sign. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there was a WrestleMania sign. Oh, there. Well, we know there was some WrestleMania sign pointing involved by the end of the segment. So, so that's all happening. They're all getting each other's face. The match is on, and then, lo and behold, no chance in hell hits out of nowhere. And the old man comes walking out on the stage very quickly because they run out of time. And Vince throws out there, you know, you apologize to them. They accepted your apology, but you're not the man. I'm the man, and I don't accept your apology. And I oh, she got tightest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's like, he's like, I think you got a bad attitude. And Rhonda, I think you have a bad attitude too. We need someone that can handle this match in a classy, dignified manner and something to that effect. And so he was unhappy with Becky's attitude. So he suspended her for 60 days, which conveniently ends right after WrestleMania. And then he brought out Charlotte Flair to replace her in the match. And you might as well uh, throw some gasoline on the interwebs and throw in a match because immediately people lost their mind. (laughs) Did they not forget that this is what Daniel Bryan went through in WrestleMania 30? It's a story we've seen before, isn't it? Uh, several it, times. Several times. Yes. And, and the silly thing is, this is what's killing me about it. People are losing their mind over this. And it's like, people, for weeks, what have we been talking about? Charlotte Flair being in this match, or it being a three-way, or it being something more than what it is, and not being Becky versus Ronda. And for some reason, now they ripped the Band-Aid off and made the first move to it happening. People are acting like... 
this we never knew this was coming. We didn't know this was going to happen. What are we going to do? I mean, people all day are losing their darn mind over it. And the funniest part is so much of the people losing their mind are people that claim to know it all, that claim to follow things closely, that, you know, have a website, that have their, you know, their a podcast like us or something. And people are losing their mind over this. And I, I can't even wrap my mind around it when we know this is coming. We know this is the direction they were going to go. And heck, we've known all along that a year Actually, ago, you know, that Charlotte was the original plan for Rhonda. We know Charlotte's their, their girl. So, I mean, anyone acting super shocked and like offended by this, it's like, come on, pay attention. No, no, I think this is great, though. I mean, like, really, I think this is, this is absolutely great. And if you're WWE, this is exactly what you want. Uh, they're playing like pawns right into the hands of the WWE. And then whether, and then honestly, I hope that they, they, they turn the troll up, the meter up to 11, and don't even give Becky a spot on WrestleMania. I really do. Um, now the question is, and I don't know this, but does Money in the Bank come between any time now, between now and WrestleMania? Or is that still no, in July? No, it's in the summer. We have okay, Elimination Chamber this weekend and then Fastlane. We have two pay-per-views. Between oh, thank God for Fastlane. I that's forgot my, about that. That's, that's my favorite pay-per-view ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. Uh, well, my, no, mine is Roadblock. I love Roadblock. <laughs> but no, but, but still. Roadblock into the road. <laughs> I, I have a Roadblock in your house. Oh, they need to bring back in your house. But, but still, I absolutely hope that they completely troll the internet and you know, and then of course they're going to do the bit where, where Becky buys a ticket, and which I think Dean Ambrose did before, and then she has her popcorn in the front row, and, she, and the, the like. I really, really hope that because they're basically they're turning her into Steve Austin. Yeah, and, and I really hope that she sits it out, and they completely build that angle to the Raw after WrestleMania or whenever her her suspension is over, or whatever the case is, and then let her loose. And it may not be, and then they set that up to SummerSlam. You got, you guys are so wrong. First of all, <laughs> the issue here is that, um, first of all, Becky is not happy with creative. She's being rumored to go to AEW. I hope. Oh well. <laughs> Everyone well, obviously. AEW. If, if there was a way we could put up the Cody gif right now of of the Vizier, we need that on the screen right now because that would be the next tweet coming in right now. Now I want to spell this out because I had to do it so many times today for anyone who hasn't been following along. Let's be clear about what's happening here because so many people are, cannot put this all together. What I love about it is this is WWE leaning into everybody's fear that Charlotte is their chosen one. Charlotte's the one they care about. Charlotte's going to screw Becky Lynch. And it's genius that they didn't have Triple H and Stephanie do it. They had the old man do it. They didn't have the saviors of NXT put her in there. They brought Vince out there and have him put Charlotte in the match. It's straight up. It's You were saying that Becky Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're absolutely right. They made Charlotte into corporate rock is totally what they you know did. What I, you know what I hope that they do? I really hope that they have Becky come out and do the Bret Hart A-E-W <laughs> you know, at WrestleMania. Yep, yep. Oh. I really, I, I really hope that they do that, and then, and then of course, and then we just don't see her. We don't see her for a month, and that absolutely means nothing. But yeah. of course, the internet would lose their damn minds. I really hope oh. that they do something like that. They won't. Yeah, it's, good. It, 
Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'll give it this. It sparked a ton of response. There are people out there just losing their their ever-loving mind over this. That they've just, they've ruined WrestleMania. They've ruined everything. And like the last thing I put up today about it is just like, folks, there is eight weeks until WrestleMania and two pay-per-views. That is so much TV they got to fill. They are telling a story. Let the story really, unfold, for God's sake. I hope Becky joins the Wyatt family at, at Roadblock in your house. <laughs> That's how she'll get back in. That's how, That's get how she'll get back, back in. Yeah, she just joins the go. Wyatt family, and it'll and all be well. I'm just wondering. Should be Becky Wyatt. Is, is, is the Cancel the Network uh, hashtag back yet? Oh, I'm sure it was last night. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was trending. I mean, geez, we had people today going on about how they were, they were going to show up at Charlotte's house and, like, do things to her house. And, oh, and if you have not been following Charlotte's Twitter today, it's been amazing because she, she is playing into it perfectly. She is just reveling in the heel heat. It's it's great. I'm, I'm, so, I'm surprised how well they, they've handled this first bit. I hope they don't botch it up over the next, you know, week already. Well, we've God, seen what it's they've done. When, when given with something, with growing something organically, uh, take Roman Reigns versus John Cena, for example. When Cena came out and laid into him, that very first time it was like, uh-oh, this is, <laughs> this is definitely getting interesting. And then, of course, they did it three more times, and it's like, oh, Christ. Okay, let's yeah. just get it over with. I, and they've started something. The question is, did they start this too early? Right. Because the 60 days is, is you know, it doesn't matter. It could have been 30 days. It could have been 28 days. It doesn't matter. But the point is, is that they do have to fill two months until yeah. WrestleMania comes around. And how will they do that uh, with Becky being theoretically suspended and off TV and stuff like that? Maybe they give her a week off next week, and I hope that they do. Yeah. Uh, because I think that she really does have, like, a, a bum knee or something like that. Yeah, that no, she... there's a, and there's, there's a very real chance for overexposure. So this is the perfect right. way, I think, to keep her hot and keep her relevant. And in my mind, the perfect thing to do would be in two weeks, they're already advertising it. Ric Flair's 70th birthday party on Raw, February oh, 25th. So there's a there's a prime event there ready to be crashed. But that's two weeks from now. I don't know. Just throwing that little idea out there is. So you, so you think Becky's uh, popping up out of her birthday cake? <laughs> there might be a red wedding. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But but good, good for yeah. them because as much yeah. as I bash WWE, it sounds like they have this is the this is the thing that's going to drive them. And honest to God, if it, if it drives towards the first, and I would they believe it's the first uh, all female main event of WrestleMania, yep. then the good. Then good on you, WWE, and keep it going. Yeah, they they got they got folks' attention. Now it's just a matter if they can keep it up. So there yeah. you go. Yep. Well, did you did you uh? So you rest your case on this? For now, I rest my case for this week. We'll see if people calm the heck down. But don't be sending death threats to Charlotte people. I <laughs> no, mean, come send on, all man. the threat death threats. Please throw batteries in the ring. Uh, you know, <laughs> burn her cat. Do it all. Because this is exactly where uh, you, know, you want to be as an entertainer, as someone that's who's supposed to get heat. And the, the, the biggest one of the biggest problems I have with WWE is that their bad guys aren't bad enough. And and Charlotte, you for for you for what it's worth, has a perfect opportunity to get legit. Um, she could be the biggest heel since Eva Marie. 
Yeah, no, she's got the, she's got the heat today. Whoa. I love how she's leaning into it. I love having the tie-in with Vince there, where they're totally playing on like the real <clears throat> fears of her being the corporate choice. It's just a matter of how they keep it going from here. And I mean, God, there's she it's... still has to beat out Nia Jax for uh, biggest heel. No, she, well, she ha- well, no, I, I think that honestly. Even Marie is probably the biggest heel that WWE's had. Oh, and, ever, for sure, ever. I'm talking about right, right. now. Nia Jax is still a bigger heel than Charlotte. Eh, Nia Jax is more like, please just go away and don't break anything. No, that's what everybody, yeah. like, they, talk about threats. <laughs> and Nia Jax to AEW. <laughs> that, that'll do it. That'll <laughs> everybody to it. AEW. That'll fix it. <laughs> everybody to AEW. I don't, I think my most my favorite, I'm gonna only throw this one out there because I think my most favorite ridiculous response of the day of people just just filling their diapers over this whole thing was people just straight up being like, they aren't telling the right story. <laughs> it's like, come on, people. That's how you know that they are. Yeah, exactly. They got you that worked up that you're like, this isn't what I booked on 2K19. (laughs) Yeah, they're pushing the people's buttons perfectly. Perfectly. How is that game going for people, man? I wonder. After 18, I was like, never again. I mm -mm. I didn't Mm -mm. touch it this year. No. All righty. There were some glitches. I'm sure. I'm sure. But but I, I, I did red box it. It lasted a day. <laughs> well, thank you for your services, two K nineteen. They got a dollar out of me. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got anything else? Uh, then we we had we had our topics. Yeah, we did all the plugs, right? Yeah, well, all the plugs just, in there. Yeah, let's run let's run down those plugs really quick again. With, of all things that's going on this weekend, first of all, I want to make an announcement. Um, to so uh, to all the fans been listening, we did a roundtable. A podcast roundtable about uh, maybe a month ago got really good reception, and what we basically did is we invited other people that represent other podcasts. Uh, where I kind of took a step back and uh, and um, uh, and was the host of the show, shall I say, and, and moderated it and threw out topics that I generated and um, gave everybody a chance to go at it, and it it was really interesting considering um, everyone had their their you know. Everyone, everyone just brought a lot of good substance to the table, um, and I thought it went really well. Um, so we're doing it again, and um, I have rounded up uh, three other gentlemen of 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 my picking of people I respect their material, their knowledge, and um, their contribution to uh, the wrestling uh, community. So the date will be um, towards the end of this month. Um, more information will come out soon about it, but. Uh, to keep a lookout for it um it will include uh ant from the rant with ant uh wrestling podcast andrew who is the host of the what is tech and matt men podcast and then greg from cheershot.com so um that should that will that's going to be fun i can't wait for it um again stay tuned the date will be definitely ironed out this will be the end of the month ish time so stay tuned for that um, as far as this weekend of wrestling again, what do we got, fellas? Uh, no no pro. pro. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, <laughs> ain't that a kick in the head? It's at the Annadale Volunteer Fire Department, 7128 Columbia Pike. Uh, front row sold out. So you can still get in on some uh, general mission tickets. Uh, it's a lot of shenanigans going on, but uh, Joey Ryan's going to be there. Ali Katz's going to be there. Veda Scott is going to be there. 
Uh, Innocent Isaiah is going to be there. Uh, that's going to be a good look. Sage Phillips versus Isaiah Frazier. That's going to steal the show. You heard it here first. Uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. It's their 2019 debut for Nova Pro Wrestling. So, uh, you know, definitely get your tickets there and have some great Korean barbecue in the process nearby. Uh, on Sunday, uh, you only have a day of rest because on Sunday, Fury Pro Wrestling, uh, maybe you can put your ear to the door because that's sold out. Uh, <laughs> that's out there in Rockville, FuryProWrestling.com, uh, 2 o'clock if you have tickets already. And if you don't, well, now you know Fury Pro Wrestling is for real. And you got to get there early, get your tickets, get out of that squared away. Don't yeah. don't dawdle. Uh, Fury Pro Wrestling is here, and it's in Rockville. So that's two great shows in the DMV area. And to be fair, I do believe Elimination Chamber is this weekend, uh, which is Sunday night. That's right. God. Uh, <laughs> right. On the WWE uh, network. That no so, one has because they canceled it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so if you haven't canceled it, or if you didn't buy your WWE network gift card, um, you can still, you know, that's going to be Sunday at uh, 7 o'clock. So that's a lot of pro wrestling on the TV, on the um, live and in color. So go out there and go support your indie wrestling and um, boo Charlotte. <laughs> uh, yeah, and stay tuned to uh, Fury Wrestling's um, Twitter page and Nova Pro for any updates that may come about. You never know. I'm not totally sure currently if it will be streaming, but if it is, that gives everybody an opportunity to um be able to watch the product live since you if you can't make it in person um uh, there's been a lot of possibilities for streaming and other shows in the area so you just never know um but i can't confirm that but again if you stay tuned to their social media accounts you'll be able to find out yourself what's going to happen with that and again like you said i'll be um at the events and i will be running back and forth i'll be at CasaCon, which is at um the national harbor here in the washington dc area um three-day um, convention filled with anime and other entertainment, multicultural entertainment. So I'll be hanging around there, getting some exclusive interviews with guests uh, that will be attending and so forth. So that's that. Um, so yeah, let's wrap it up. I think we got everything in for today. Oh, again, make sure you uh, give a watch to our review for Fighting With My Family, which is the movie about WWE superstar Paige and her uh, path to the WWE um, comes out February 22nd. Um, and again, anybody in this area who may be interested in uh, watching it, give us a shout on um, in our DMs and uh, maybe to set you up with advanced screening first come first serve. Um, but we may be able to work something out. So definitely give us a shout out, uh, a shout about that. Um, anything else from you guys? Um, I'm, I'm just going to spoil a brief spoiler about the movie. There is no Brad Maddox. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I share in your disappointment. <laughs> that would have been the whole question. Like, who would play Brad Maddox? I can't even go down that rabbit hole right now. Uh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to be a Patreon thing of some sort. <laughs> you wouldn't have to pay for that kind of talk. <laughs> oh, only you, Javar. Uh, uh, we got anything for us? Nah, man, I'm all good. I'll be at the show Friday night for Nova Pro. I will be at that. It looks like Kofi Kingston has been added to the Elimination Chamber, Mustafa replacing Ali's the injured hurt. Mustafa yeah. Ali. So that should be exciting. 
Now, other than that, if you want to hear people yelling about about Charlotte, you can follow me on Twitter at Heel Will Mahoney. I've been having fun with them all darn day because they are not telling the right story. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Stop attacking Will, y'all. Come on, y'all. Be nice, man. That man has kids, man. <laughs> Leave him alone. He needs his Twitter. He got kids. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, yeah, that's, that's what we got, man. So, look, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I, I obviously keep an eye out to our social media. We got tons of stuff uh, going on. Next week is going to be super exciting. We have two exclusive interviews coming for you. Um, look forward to seeing that information posted um, sometime this week because time to start promoting it. But two exclusive interviews coming next week for you guys. So, stay tuned for it. And the only way you can find that is by... Uh, tuning in to BigGoBellGroup.com for all your latest news, update, podcasts, all that other good stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Happy Valentine's Day, and uh, we'll see you guys this weekend for a lot of wrestling.